Attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at thrivetimeshow.com. Shop business coach, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show. Dr. Z, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show. Pastor Hello. Brian, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show. And I want to ask you this, Chup. Do you recall the urinals in the office ever being so clean? No, I don't. And you know what? I'm really excited about that. I, I, this is, this is, it's a little, it's, we have a pastor on the show who yes. can help you. I want to know why did you confuse the urinal with a water fountain? I mean, well, it was that clean. I mean, I saw you. I, I said, never Chuck, had, no, 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 no. We, we've never had filthy bathrooms at the Thrive Time Show headquarters, but coming into work last week, all of a sudden, I thought we installed new water fountains in and the so, bathroom. And you and you went for it. The porcelain was just calling my See, name. See, he goes for it, and I'm yeah. fine. It was, it, was, it was clean. I hope you got to him in time, because that's embarrassing. <laughs> well, it was the thing I wanted to get to him. See, I wanted to. You wanted to. I'm just over there lapping up some water. I didn't have the diligence or tenacity or class needed to say something. Yeah. And so we just let them have at it. Hey, I'm feeling pretty good. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but say, seriously, our bathrooms are super clean right now. And I think there's somebody out there listening, Z. you got to be real about this. you got to have a harsh interview with yourself. And you have to ask yourself, are our bathrooms clean or not? Because it's it really is a first impression. And Z, you have kind of a, a pet peeve about this, about clean restrooms. Can you, can you, I mean, because Chick-fil-A, clean restrooms, you like it. Quick Trip, clean restrooms, you like it. Starbucks, clean restrooms, you like it. Some places, not so much. Please go off on a tangent about dirty bathrooms. Is it is it self-evident? I mean, who wants to go into a dirty bathroom? I like it. I mean, really, you think about it. That's like... Tiptoeing around. And, and as yeah. a female listener, I really enjoy dirty bathrooms. Just dirty bathrooms are the best, aren't they? Just You feel so good when you're in there. It's, no, you... Listen, I tell you, with the way a person takes care of their house, their business... You're thinking, well, that's how they're going to take care of me. Details. So it's details. It's clean. It's nice. It's bright. It's shiny. It smells good. It's come on. It's you know. I was doing some research. You want to hang out and, there and I, read a book? I, mean, I it's called a good up deal. our. We we could have hired any janitorial service in town. Right. So I called the folks at Classic Janitorial and I said, "Here's the deal. We have a lot of people attending our conferences. We have a lot of high traffic areas, and we want to make sure that our office is clean when it gets when our conferences. We have hundreds yeah, of people here." Yeah. Let's make sure they're clean. Now, and this is not an exaggeration. I said, who do you work with? They actually are the janitorial service of choice for Google. Who? Newstar. What? And DuPont. Rumor has it DuPont wasn't a company that was started yesterday. Z. And Z, <laughs> if you're going to get your bathrooms clean, why do you want to entrust it to a janitorial service that uh, you know, has maybe worked with some bigger companies? Well, I mean, you want quality people to do the work because you want it done right. And unless you want to get in there and clean it, um, which I know, Clay, it's one of your hobbies, cleaning bathrooms. Well, I've got but, a toothbrush where you put yeah. a battery into uh -huh, it uh -huh. and you can... Wait, I'm, I wasn't supposed to use that toothbrush after drinking the water? No. Chuff? Oh, no. So you, when you clean a bathroom with a toothbrush, there's a certain appreciation you have. <laughs> yes, there is. You almost want another person to go into that restroom. I mean, is that the best use of your time? So, you know, things like that that you can hire out and have somebody else do it gives you some time freedom. You so, know? Chuff, so, what's the website? What's the phone number? Someone wants to call them on the phone. Someone wants to visit their website. How do we do it? Well, first of all, uh, if you become a new customer with uh, classic janitorial service, they're going to include free uh, floor treatment every month for you. Ooh, it's something that wow. most companies upcharge for. They're going to buff 
off the high uh, traffic tile areas. Buff that rascal. <laughs> shampoo, <laughs> shampoo the high traffic carpet Put areas. Put that on a shirt. Buff, that, buff rascal. that rascal. So that's what they're going to do for you. And you can find them online at theclassicclean.com. Theclassicclean.com. And their phone number is 918 671 2046. Clay, I'm going to say it one more time for you. It's 918 671 2046. Classic janitorial services. Get a hold of them and clean up that uh, clean up that office. You know, and to go to their website, you have to go on the internet. Interwebs. And I think a lot of what? entrepreneurs out there say, you know, I don't know how that internet thing works, so I'm just going to ignore it. And so we have Pastor Brian Gibson on the show today. He is uh, the man. He and his wife, they started uh, River City Church together. It has more than 1,000 members out there in Owensboro, Kentucky. Just to put this in perspective, 2% of all of Owensboro goes to your church. I thought about that. Two percent. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Two yeah. percent of the entire population goes to your church. Can you talk to tell all the pastors out there, all the listeners out there, that maybe they have a wonderful church and they're just ignoring the internet because they don't know how it works? Can you can you speak some encouragement into the lives of the pastors out there that are ignoring the internet? I would love to, Clay. It's it's like this: the game of finding people and helping them find you. It's continually changing. Uh, I'll never forget one time I was in a uh, planning and zoning meeting. You start building buildings, renovating stuff, planning and zoning. Uh, you want to make them your friend. They can become your worst nightmare. And they'd become my worst nightmare. And we had a, a prime piece of property. We're going to build something on because everybody could find us there. Right. And a guy that worked for the city in there looks up at me and he says, why would a church need a prime piece of property like that? You can put up a building anywhere and people can come there. Was he kind of snarky? <laughs> oh, yeah, he was crazy. And and uh, crazy, I love him in the love of the Lord. But I'm just saying, uh, it was it was kind of like, and so I answered uh, him. Pastor, said, why would anybody want to build a nice church and a prime piece of real yeah. estate? I mean, couldn't you be like in a swamp area? I mean, uh, and I just said, uh, don't you see that the best businesses, churches, uh, if we go out in the woods and put up a, a tent, people aren't coming, they have to find us. Well, now the way they find us is they find us on the internet. And I'm sure that game will change again in the future. Some other form of communication will have to learn that game. Well, what you have to do as a pastor, if we want to help people, and the only way we can help them is we have to get them to the building. All right, Clay and the Thrive Team, what they do and what they've taught me, they, they've taught me about SEO, search engine optimization. It's not something I studied in school, right? I studied ministry. It's not in my in my uh, primary thinking of the day. I'm not thinking Attention, about that. Attention, pa potential pastors of the future. If you turn to your Bibles to uh, the book of Google, <laughs> we will now teach you the canonical rules. No, they, didn't do, they, they don't do that. They don't do that. And so guys like us, listen, we want to minister to people. We want to preach the word in power. We want to see the lost, lost saved. You need business help and guys that can help you with this kind of thing and get you up on that list of Google where people can find you. Now, I have 13 points I want to get to, Z, and that's going to be tough to do it. So I'm going to go through the point, and I'm going to have you break it down, my friend, okay? So one, if you're a church, you're a business, any kind of organization, you really want to write down the names of your top three competitors. Now, I know Pastor Brian, his goal is to reach the lost people that do currently do not have a church home. He's not trying to steal people from other churches, but... If you're in a business or a church, you have to look at what is best practice. Z, can you explain to me 
why it's important to at least know of the top three people that do what you do. You, it's really a good study because a lot of times I'll uh, I'll ask people, "Hey, who's your competition?" They'll be like, what? "Nobody." I'm just, I'm to me, I don't have competition. I'm on non-competition no. island. Are you kidding me? I mean, we're so good at what we do. I mean, it's really yeah, nobody I just, can compete with us. I know there's us. nobody that competes with me. I just think my myself really. Is, so did I mention we're really awesome? No, I'm so sexy. Humble too. Very humble. That's not the right attitude. It, it is. You know why reinvent the wheel? If somebody's doing it well, you can maybe learn from them. You know, you've got eyes to plagiarize come on now i like that line from the other day pastor i like that i'm gonna steal that pirate not a pioneer i just i just plagiarized that yes sir. Yeah. <laughs> i did um, pastor step two though z well is- the thing about well then then what you do is by by acknowledging that then you know what your comp your core competition is which is also good for you just kind of know that and then and then you want to steal maybe borrow some of their good ideas well, this is a move this is you step, 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 step two which ties into this is what you do is you go to their website and you're just going to right-click. Now, Z, do you use a laptop or use are using a laptop these days or are you using a phone? How, how do you navigate the Internet when you do navigate the Internet? I have all kinds of forms, a phone, iPad, laptop, and then a big, what do you call it now, a desk computer? Desktop. desktop. If you have a mouse, right-click it. If you have a Mac computer, you double-click it with the two fingers? Two-finger click. Two what finger you want to do is that you're going to pull up their source code. And it's going to show you. Z, this is crazy. I'm going to do it right now. So, Z, can I do this right now? Can I pull Absolutely. this? Absolutely. Do it. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm going to Google um, Tulsa Optometrist. Just real quick, Tulsa Optometrist. And I'm going to spell it right. That's the key to Thank success. you, Google. Okay. Now, I pull it up here. So, this right here. Oh, look who it oh, is. Oh, there you are, sir, on page one. So, what I'm going to do, though, is let's go to the other guy. I'm not going to mention his name on the radio because it's very offensive to mention your competition's name on the radio. We it's don't want to give him any. So, we right click and we click view page source. And right here, it shows you the actual words that he's optimizing. And it, Z, it looks like he's optimizing the terms optometrist, Tulsa, and eye exam, and eyeglasses. Now, Z, here's the deal. Do you know that more people search for the phrase optometrist, Tulsa, than who search for the phrase Tulsa optometrist? Did you know this? I didn't know that. And it's what happens is people type in the word first they're looking for, then they put the city after it. It's just what happens. So, again, you can look at your competition and you can determine what they're doing. Another tool is you can go to a website called semrush.com, which our Thrive Time team can do for you. And we will show you what your competition is coming up top for. This is a powerful tool. Now, you want to ask yourself how many keyword searches are out there and what one is the top search term. Chup, why would it in all be valuable to know what your competition's coming up top for in Google? Because if that's your main competition, they're probably doing fairly well. And so you want to be getting in front of those same ideal and likely buyers. So what you're doing when you're looking for these keywords is you're going to be thinking about the actual literal words that people are going to type into Google to find your business or your competition's business. And then you want to optimize that website so that you come up higher than they do for those specific terms. And I'm not going to attack a direct competitor, but I'm going to show the example of the power of this. See, look at this. This guy, whoever this guy is, he has 770,000 people per month that are going to his website for the first time. That's a lot. That's a lot. (laughs) And they're typing in the word life coach. That's what they're typing in, life coach. Now, another example is if you go to Oxyfresh, which is a business that I'm involved in. This is powerful. Again, I'm just showing the thrivers out there how this works. I'm going to spyfoo.com. Let's go to spyfoo.com. Is it it blocking me out there, Chubb? 
Let just me do read, it here. Yeah, if you just uh, okay, let me fresh. go to spyfu real now that, quick. That's spyfu.com for anybody out there trying to spell. Not it. f anybody of listening, but just uh, fu. That's a, a <laughs> just how you do it. So right, we have two hundred three thousand people a month who are finding OxyFresh for the first time as a result of us being top in Google. And if wow. you click here on the keywords, you can see the number one term they're typing in is carpet cleanings. So if you wanted to beat us, you could beat us for the term carpet cleanings. And you would know that that's the term that gives gives us the goodness. See, why is it so important to know what the competition is doing? It's like war. I mean, you you got to have scouts. You got to have people out there seeing if they're going right or they're going left. Or they're trying to flank you. They're coming around. I mean, you know, it's it's war. And so, by knowing the enemies, as the enemy, knowing the other guy's plans, you can counteract them. Now, in the world of churches, there's no enemies. We love all churches oh, to help lead yeah, people yeah. to so Jesus, that's, that's, yeah. right? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. But step four is once you figure out the, the keywords you should go for, the next move is you want to figure out what keywords your competition is dominating or, or the other churches are dominating. Now, when we come back, we're going to teach you step six. And, Chuck, I really want you to take the lead on this because a lot right. of thrivers struggle with understanding there's only four variables that control who comes up top in Google. There's four main variables. And there's so many blogs that say, Google's changing like overnight, bruh. Well, since 1996, they've never made a fundamental change, but they try to keep out scammers. Right. So it is true there are little changes they do. But fundamentally, it's there's the same there's the, there's the, 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 the same four moves that affect your Google rank. And so we come back, Eric Chupp, business coach, is going to break down to us, break down for us the four moves, the four variables that control who dominates the Google search engine results. Whether you're a church or a business, you absolutely have to know how to get where the people are, and the people are searching on this great invention called Al Gore's Internet. Stay tuned. Yeah. More than just a rhymer, like a horse with blinders, focused on the thrive. Time show is where you find us. He be the Z and I be the C. Teaching business skills from A to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. So I couldn't see the light until my son could see. But I learned to rock the mic in the high school scene. A young DJ with a million dollar dream. Numb to the pain that rejection brings. So I like a sock farmer sweating. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show. Have a business question? Email us today at info at thrivetimeshow.com. And Clay and Dr. Z will answer your business questions live on the air. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the conversation. We're talking about search engine optimization. And for those of you just tuning in, if you want to never miss an episode of the podcast or never miss part of what you're hearing today. I know the average person's driving their car for about 15 minutes and then they hustle back to work. And so if you missed anything we're covering on today's show, just go to thrivetimeshow.com, click on the podcast button and you can find our exclusive uh, Thrive Time Show archive podcast with Pastor Brian Gibson and his incredible wife, Pastor Jesse Gibson. Pastor Jesse, what's your connection to Oklahoma? I mean, how did you I mean? Obviously you drove here from Owensboro to be here, but what's your connection to Oklahoma? Where are you originally from? I am from Amarillo, Texas, and I went to school in Tulsa. Why? Uh, there was a great school here, and I and they offered the degree plan that I wanted from here, so I just shot this way. What school did you go to for any of the listeners who aren't maybe familiar? Oral Roberts University. How did you hear about it? Like, was it part of like a, a Ponzi scheme? Did you get sucked <laughs> in? How did you hear about Oral Roberts like you University? Come to a meeting. <laughs> I think my dad was, uh, his primary thing was that he was a healing evangelist, so o Oral Roberts was just, like, 
a, like kind of like a celebrity in our house. I don't know. I just grew up knowing who he was and that he had this incredible school and there were a lot of people that wanted to go there. And then I, I was a senior in high school and uh, actually a, a family called me and they said, listen, we think you are called to ministry. We think it's a great school. And if you'll go to Oral Roberts, we'll give you a full ride. We'll pay for everything. There's some really? giant hands there yeah, too. That happens. Some now, big, big old hands. Before we get into search engine optimization, do you remember when you saw Brian for the first time? I do. When was that? He was at my house. It was a senior night of for senior graduation on my my junior year. I wasn't graduating, but I was going to all these parties, and I showed up at my house in between parties, and he was there in a polo shirt, Wranglers, cowboy boots, sitting beside my father, and I came in the door, and my mom stopped me, and she said, I know that the boy in the living room looks like a choir boy, but he is not. He is on drugs. Don't you even think about it. <laughs> So did he Perfect. did he then go to Oral Roberts University? Did he ever attend Oral Roberts University? Yes, he did. Actually, I was going to a Bible school here in Tulsa first and uh, uh, Victory Bible Institute. And then uh, he was already going to ORU. And that was kind of how he wooed me. He said, you know, we love each other and we're both going to school in Tulsa anyway. We should cut down on rent and get married. Bam. <laughs> and I want to tee this up for all the listeners out there. Very I want to I I tee this up. Um, I was listening to one of your sermons, which to me was a life changer, by the way. It's huge. Okay. Um, I listened to one of your sermons because you preach sometimes. Pastor Brian preaches. Uh, both of you preach from this great book called the Bible. The Bible. And you were teaching about how praise and worship is not for me as a... It's, praise and worship is not for me. It's Correct. for God. And briefly, can you explain what that means? Because this was, this, was, this was like... I mean, it's probably all right. I mean, it'll probably go down as a Clay Clark game-changing moment. Can you explain how, what, what that sermon was all about? Absolutely. So I was worship leader for years and years, and people would say... Um, oh my goodness, I, I'm glad that you like music or I'm glad that it moves you. But honestly, I'm just not emotional in those moments and I don't feel like I need to emotionally express myself. So anytime that people are singing or clapping or raising their hands or something, uh, they think that maybe that's an emotional way of expressing themselves to God and like something comes to them through it, which I'm not arguing the point that you do get something out of worship. But um as we look through scripture, God is always asking us for specific things. And he says things in scripture like clap your hands. Oh, you people shout unto God with a voice of triumph. And he doesn't say, if you feel extremely emotional today about if you're super me, happy, if you're super happy, I'd like you to go ahead and shout out loud. So I've been in church long enough that I was so happy that it was for God and not for me, because there were a lot of days that I didn't feel like worshiping God. But when I understood that really God gets a lot of joy and fulfillment through it, and it's why he asked us for it, if God wants it, and I love God. I want to give him whatever he's asking and me all, for. And all I'm saying so is you've, you've do, uh, dove very deep into the Bible. That's what you do. That's your profession. That's Definitely. your passion. That's your vocation. Vocation in Greek means your calling. That's what you do. Dr. Zellner knows more about the human eye optometry than the average person. And Eric Chupp over here is a business coach for Thrive. You know about more. You know more about how the internet works than the average person. True. So please break down to us on on a third grade level what good how the that. internet works because the average person says I don't know how it works, but I I need to harness the powers of the internet. How does it work? Well, a lot of people out there, a lot of web developers, a lot of search engine optimization companies are going to try to explain it to you. It's too complex. You're never going to be able to figure it out. Well, really, there's only four parts to the equation, and we call it the, the Google domination equation, okay? Part one is you've got to have the most Google reviews, okay? 
that the Google reviews, those show up on the map listing when you Google. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to Google Owensboro Church. Let's do that. I'm just going to test Pastor Jesse, Pastor Brian on this here. Really, if uh, you're not topping Google, it's Pastor Brian's fault. He's probably not focused. <laughs> on, but, uh, I see here. Okay, you have 282 reviews. Right. Uh, another church has three reviews. They're getting close to you. Better keep going. Right. And this is so, again, if I'm online, uh, I see one church with 282 reviews. The next closest has 18. Then I see you on page one of Google. And it's not because you're passionate about Christ. It's because you understand how the agnostic Google works. Exactly. And so you have the most reviews. Therefore, you're in the conversation. What's the next step there, Chuck? Okay. The next step is the canonical compliance you have to have the most canonical compliance on your website and what that means is it's it's kind of it's google's rules it's their architecture on the back end of the site they want things to be labeled a certain way about ministry i don't want to know how google works well that's okay you can hire us at the thrive time show and we'll actually do this part of it for you right we'll we'll make sure that your website is following all the canonical rules you'll do that for me i'll do we'll do it you're a great we got a team we got a team that can do this they're wizards okay okay cool next move is you got to have the most mobile compliant website. But people in Owensboro don't use cell phones. It turns out they do. Oh. Because <laughs> everybody oh. does. And so, therefore, Google wants these results that come up organically. They need them to be high quality. But see, I'm an optometrist. Nobody uses the it's internet to find an optometrist. Service. They're talking what? I mean, 80, 85% are looking at reviews and making decisions. On, in order to look at the review. 80% of people. In order to look at the forms. review, I think you kind of got to go online to do that. And exactly. see, you're an optometrist. What percentage of people go, well, I can see better. I should write a review. Well, uh, I got my glasses. Very few. <laughs> very so you have few. to ask, right? Yeah. Oh, ask. I know. Let's sweat this the other day. I got a one star. I got. Can I rant just for a second? Rant yes, away. Please. Rant away. I got a one star review on come the optometry on. clinic. So the dude, you know, obviously we earn their trust to come in, right? They get a great pretest. They get a great eye exam. They pick out awesome glasses. Everything's great. They check out. They get out of there. Clean places. Clean, nice. Smells good. Everybody's friendly. High five and fist bumping. And his glasses have to go off for vision, re- for insurance reasons, to another lab. They make them, and then they come back, and one of my employees drops the ball and doesn't call him immediately. Never happened. In the history of American business, couple, couple nobody's days later, ever dropped the ball. I know. He calls up there and is like, hey, no one's calling me. Are my glasses in? Oh, in fact, they are. Oh, just goes off on it. Just, you know, just un- unbelievable. I'm like, oh, worst. Oh, I'm like, oh. you, can, you can have, and it's so true. You have this chain, you know, you hook it up to the back of your car, and you're going to pull a, a stump out of your yard, right? But the problem is, right about, it doesn't really matter where it is, but there's one link. I mean, it's an awesome chain, but there's one link that's not so good. Guess which, guess which one's going <laughs> to break? That you one. You know, that one. And so I, I'm telling you what, it's, just, it's almost frustrating. The internet, the, it the, is. the trolls, it, you know, you the do. The trolls. 95%. I mean, we only poked you in the eye once. Come on. Right. Man. He could clearly see how upset he was. I know. Pastor uh, Brian's Sorry. Sorry, Facebook <laughs> ad began to become hilarious. And we come back from the break. I want to talk about how hilarious Pastor Brian's Facebook uh, video advertisement became over time because the trolls are truly in control. They'll just start writing reviews and writing reviews and writing their theological pontifications and then commenting on those pontifications. And so it's super important that you become very intentional about guarding your internet reputation. Guarding your internet reputation. When we come back, we're going to teach you how to get to the top of the Google search engine. Stay tuned.